forgot to schedule the meeting. Sorry. Aren't you supposed to be like the brains of this operation? Never said that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Jam XP. I'm your host, Jam Jess. And I'm your co-host, Chris TFS. Today we're talking about some bands that we wish were still around, whether that means producing new music or they would just do a reunion tour for their fans or, I mean, just for us. I would take a special tour just for us, for, for Jam XP. Yeah, maybe they'll do that. Uh, they have to know about us first, though. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be something in the future, right? Such and such reunion tour is sponsored by Jam XP. Oh, it could be a thing someday. Heck yeah, let's make it happen. 10 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, uh, well, who wants to go first, me or you? I'm curious as to what you have. I, I don't remember if you share. I think you did share your list with me, but I don't remember what was on it. Well, the first band I put down was one I'm pretty sure you know who they are. Autopilot Off. Yep. I mean, I loved them so much when they came out. I think I heard their first song. It was off their ep which was a, that was technically their first album and i can't remember the song title but i know i i heard it somewhere was it on a video game what was the song i don't remember it's yeah it was a on a video time. game it's been a long time since <laughs> i've actually listened to that album i tend to listen to make a sound a lot which is their second album because the other one's so short. So it's one of those five song EPs. And then you're right. like, oh, now I have to change the record. <laughs> Instantly. It's like, yeah. oh, I got to change over right you away. You have to change records again. You know, it's like you're flipping over a vinyl or something that you're making a sound. You're yes. just clicking a new playlist on Spotify. No, I'm not. I listened. I play CDs in my car. Oh, yeah. I forgot. You forgot that. I have a yeah. CD player in my car because my car is old. Get us six disc changer then that was never an option <laughs> but i mean with autopilot off uh when i was doing the jam thing with the other girls we interviewed them and this is at the metro and it was so funny because i remember from back then like we were in this back room doing the interview and there was just this other guy from another band sitting there like pumping iron lifting weights and stuff and it was just weird but yet amusing all at the same time <laughs> gotta do what you can to stay fit on tour i guess i mean they were all i think some of the other guys in the band actually were working out with the guy like gotta keep fit if you got well i mean you're performing every night so i guess that's a thing yeah i'm sure that many band members work out you know on days off and stuff just to keep fit for a tour so yeah, that was my first band. I just wish they would come back. They did tease fans a little bit a while ago, like a couple of years ago. They were releasing like, oh, we're going to have like a reunion show. And so then they were, I think they even wrote a song. They did write a song. And so fans were all like, oh my gosh, they're coming back. And then nothing happened. <laughs> I don't even know if the reunion show happened. To be honest, I don't remember. Because this was like in 2018, I believe. So that was a while ago already. So unfortunately, I don't think they're going to come back. Probably not. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Uh, I do want to start uh, 
as a preface to my list, I'm aware that two of these bands have returned. And I'm using air quotes if you're listening audibly, which you definitely are because we don't have video formats. Um, the preface is, Again, they may have come back for like a reunion tour or festival, but they're not actually back writing new music or for the long term. Um, so I did not include there. There's two bands on my list that have reformed for a reunion or for, you know, one of the uh, festivals like when we were young or Furnace Fest. With that being said, uh, my first band is not one of those bands, and that is June. Yeah. Again, absolutely loved them. I think I mentioned in a previous episode that in the year 2005, I in between 05 and 06, in a one-year period, I saw them live five times. And the first time I saw them live, I based it purely off of all of my knowledge of their music that was on MySpace. I don't think their first album had dropped just yet. And I took a ton of photos of them using my digital camera and actually shared all my photos with them in case they wanted to use them for whatever the case may be but man the energy that they had on stage yeah was just unforgettable and and looking back i don't even remember what venue i saw them in all those times we had one here that was called the furnace and it was actually inside a non-denominational church and they had a small stage and like a decent sized room. And then it was attached to the youth rec room, which was like the lobby or the waiting area, whatever you want to call it. And so they had like foosball tables, <laughs> they had uh, like pool tables, and they also had like an N64 that you could chill and play at in between like sets or if there was a band playing you didn't want to listen to. It was a great atmosphere for shows, but I'm pretty sure I saw them there two or three times. I can't tell you where the other times were, but I really wish they would come back. It, I th believe, think it was like 10 years ago. I think it was Associated Press or Alternate Press. Sorry, not Associated Press. No. Uh, All Press put something out of like 10 bands we wish would come back. And June was one of them. And one of the members posted on facebook or twitter or one of those things maybe we should make this happen guys and of course it never did but of that would have been that would have been awesome uh they haven't been around since i think they broke up in 08 or 09 yeah i think it was so, 08 they so were on they were on victory records they so were. so i was like when i was doing my street team thing of course they were on like all those samplers i was handing out <laughs> yeah they were great and they were from illinois actually yeah so not too far from me. I saw them a few times. They were great. They were. I remember well, one of the shows, there was another guy that was really into them. I forget what his name was, but he was also really into Fall Out Boy and a bunch of other bands. Hit the Lights he was really into. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, in a lot of my videos that I have recording, when I went to a Hit the Lights show and one of the June shows. In fact, I think June played with Hit the Lights on a tour, if I'm not mistaken. They might have. I have videos of this guy singing along like front row, right in front of the stage, like losing his mind. Um, and I think June had some sort of promotional video, either on MySpace or YouTube back in the day. And he was in those videos. Yeah. It was such a great time, such a great atmosphere. But anyway, 
on a side note, you mentioned hit the lights. I remember a show at the beat kitchen in Chicago that I went to, and we actually went to like a house party or we were friends with this girl that was friends with them. And we went to her house and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, people are sitting there ripping phone books in half. <laughs> like physically they're trying to see who can rip the most pages at one time. And I seriously, I have pictures of like phone book pages all over and everything and people trying to rip it. It was just <laughs> one of those memories I had because Chicago was like a third home to me for a while. And I was always there going to shows and everything, but hmm. just wanted to throw that in there because he mentioned hit the lights and I, it was a memory I remembered. All right. So my next band is Matchbook Romance, which yeah. I know you're a fan of as mm -hmm. well. I mean, what can I say? I mean, when, when I first heard them, I was like, I'm in love. Can't help it. I'm just in love. <laughs> I mean, I had a few friends, though, they did not like them whatsoever. And I'm like, how can you not like them? But they refused to go to they refused, actually. Two of them refused to go to the yellow card show they had with them in Chicago. And they didn't want to go because they didn't care about Matchbook Romance. But I went. And that was a great show. I got some really terrible photos from my, <laughs> you know, freaking wind up film camera <laughs> disposable camera at that mm -hmm. those took the worst photos <laughs> but i have like them in a scrapbook and i i remember i like circled it and lightened it so you could kind of see there was a person on stage there <laughs> but it was it was just hilarious and i mean i've always been a huge fan ever since i first heard them uh i think i had a crush on andrew the singer yeah 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 but i interviewed them as well well technically i interviewed the drummer he was the only one available so take what you can get yeah not I know, that the drummer is worth anything less than a singer yeah we're not he's shame not. Cold. he's he's a big part of the band yeah i mean drummers are great and they you you couldn't have a band honestly a band wouldn't sound as good without some type of a drummer doing like you know bass kicks and everything you know yeah but there was there's been some bands that have used like auto drum yeah features. but it's not the same no no i i remember when i learned that sky eats airplane started off using like a drum machine that kind yeah. of blew my mind a little bit yeah that's all i got about that i mean for a long time, I was kept hoping and hoping, you know, oh, bands are reuniting. Mm -hmm. Can they come back and just play at least a few shows? It'd be great. I think all their members are doing vastly different things far away from each other. They are. They definitely are. So my second, again, this is one of the ones that falls into that preface that I laid out. They have come back together, done reunion shows, done a couple couple festivals. It's haste of the day, with the caveat of it has to be with the original lineup with Jimmy Ryan as the lead singer. Yeah. And it was probably 
one of my most memorable shows for many different reasons. When I saw Haste Today, I don't remember who else played that show. But I remember seeing Haste Today open. I was there with my friend Chad, Kyle, and Nick. And now Kyle, previous to this, was always into like mainly rap music. But I was friends with him since high school. And when we were going to college together, I'd play Haste Today in the car. And he slowly started getting into it. And my friend Nick, this was his first show. And it kind of blew both their minds when we went and we saw them. And I remember during the song Walk On, I went into the pit. Jimmy put the microphone in the crowd and I essentially hooked my arm around his arm and kept that microphone in front of my mouth for like a whole verse. And he kind of gave me a weird look, but you know what? He didn't try and back away. So, um, but then after the fact, after Haste the Day plays, my friend Kyle, completely oblivious to everything, uh, we're talking with the band after the fact. He's like, wow, you guys are really good. Why aren't you guys on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> um why a, indeed is yeah. always the question uh but you know what to be fair they were on the radio you they just had were. to listen to the right channel i believe i heard them playing i don't remember what station it was but they definitely played their cover of long way down mm. i don't remember what station that was but i've heard that one played on the radio but yeah i wish that they would come back with jimmy ryan as the front man yeah i I think I listened to Haste Today a little bit, but I don't think I got super into them. But I do remember them as a band. I probably saw them live at some show that they played with another band. I mean, if we could look, if I could look it up real quick, find all the tours they had and what they were on, I bet I could find a show I went to. Because <laughs> they were they were big for a while. They were. They were. And I really think that they started to drop off once Jimmy Ryan left the band and yeah. i know that um because i think the first album after he left was pressure of the hinges and it was it was well received but not well enough and i think it just started uh, to trickle yeah it happens yep all right my third band is the fully down do you remember the fully down no, I have no clue who you you're You don't know talking. who they are? Are you being serious? I only talk with you about them like <laughs> once a week. <laughs> we do? I probably mentioned them. Okay, maybe like once a month. Maybe once a month. We I don't know about once down. a week. But I mean, they were a Canadian band. So, I mean, they didn't tour a ton down here. But for a while, they toured a lot. Mm -hmm. And like... I kind of became friends with the lead singer, Gab. And we were like, I I even remember helping him at Warp Tour hand out like CDs and everything. I think I actually might have mentioned that already in our first episode. Probably. Yeah, I think so. And I kept in touch with them for a little while through like email. After they like stopped being a band and all that and. Then he got married and, of course, didn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> he was actually playing, I think, in, like, a band, but it wasn't that kind of band. It was in, like, a percussion band, you know, like, a marching band of sorts. Interesting. Which is weird. But, I mean, he wasn't, kind, he wasn't your typical lead singer in the, in the time frame that they were a singer. Because he was kind of had this geeky vibe. Mm -hmm. 
and a lot of a lot of the lead singers back in like 2005 like 2003 to like 2008 they all had this similar vibe going i feel like i don't know if you'd agree yeah they they did especially within the like a lot of them had like the, the scene, scene look yeah going and he definitely did not have the scene look going <laughs> no because i think when i saw them he, i think he was a bit ahead of the time when it came to the scene too especially with the way he dressed like if you were to put him as a frontman in a band now aesthetically he would fit right in right as opposed to back well, then I saw the, yes I saw the aesthetically he did not 06. fit in with what your typical lead singer looked like in bands back then because yeah. they were all trying to be noticed and they all wanted to like kind of look the same because that's what was you know cool and in but i mean the fully down was great uh they had so many good like guitar riffs and everything in it like the guitar work was amazing and and in the two albums or yeah the first album wasn't as good as the second album i liked the second one the most but was the first one the self-titled yes with the like with the light neon pastel not pastel um it had the arrow on the cover no, that was the second album. That was the second album? Yes. Don't Get Lost in a Movement? Yeah, they had an EP. Okay, so I only ever listened to Don't Get Lost in a Movement then. I'm looking this up quick. Yeah, I think it's Don't Get Lost in a Movement. That's the one I listened to. Uh, the EP was No Fate, But What We Make for yes. Ourselves. Yes. You're thinking of don't get lost in a movement yeah that was the 2005 release yeah that was great yeah that is the it's way better than the ep the ep isn't as polished either and i know we had a discussion about this um on the on the side in a because I, i was doing research on a band that we'll be interviewing and i said that they sounded like math math and you were like what's math but the fully down with their rip riffs that is very math well there like, you it's go a, it's very like a calculated carefully planned out guitar riff like something that's not very simple apparently i was into math back in the day i suck at math as, too as long as it doesn't cross into <laughs> algebra we're no we're good. i was terrible at math mm-hmm. real math like mm-hmm don't ask me to math. <laughs> Don't ask me to math. <laughs> Not unless it's like one plus one or two plus two. Have you have you seen this video that's like going viral? I think it's on TikTok of this wife talking to her husband about girl math. No. And so completely on a, a side tangent now, she talks to him about if I spend cash, then whatever I'm buying is free because that money already left the bank account. I mean it's not wrong (laughs) in her mind it's not wrong but then she goes if I buy something that's $50 and I return it and then I get something for $60 I'm only spending $10 (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to send you the link later 
You'll have it to hurt, send it to me. It hurt my brain. I was right there with the husband, like in pain. There are some good TikToks out there. Not ours. Not ours, apparently. <laughs> Come on, guys. You got to watch our TikTok page and give us some more views and like it and comment on it. We're doing our best. Take us into the algorithm more. I mean, I'm sniffing Play-Doh for you guys. <laughs> uh, now nah, I've sniffed it for myself. The nostalgia of the Play-Doh. Yes, the nostalgia. And your next answer? Would be the audition. Ooh, the audition. So I don't really have much to say about the audition. So controversial, I can't even say it. Controversy Loves Company came out and I just about lost my mind. It was such a great from beginning to end pop punk album. I consider it pop punk. I guess some people would consider it emo. Um, but it was such a good album front to back. It was the first album front to back I could listen to the whole way through since Take This to Your Grave by Fall Out Boy, which, mm -hmm. I mean, came out a year earlier. But um, I absolutely loved it. I only got to see them live once. I'd gone with a coworker of mine who was a very good friend and my girlfriend at the time. And we went and we saw them and it was a great show. He did a little bit of damage accidentally to the venue and was told he was never coming back to Syracuse again to play mm. show. So Happens. again, it was it was that venue that was inside a church and he damaged a uh like a heat vent that was Oops. in above the rafters in the in the venue. So Yeah, I mean it happens. But it was a great show. I have video from it, but again, digital camera in 05, you can't really make out any of the audio. So Yeah, the audio was terrible on mine too. Yeah. I still have like video footage of stuff but then i listen to it and it's just like my ears are bleeding my ears yeah yeah i mean it's funny because you mentioned june and then you mentioned the audition and i'm like huh victory records Chicago. i was a huge victory fan i, I know mean, well june wasn't victory but they were illinois and audition june was victory was... no they weren't yeah we've been through this i'm pretty sure you just said like 10 minutes ago oh, wait i did victory. just say that never mind Hey, you know that's, what? It's been a that's long time. That's our day. next TikTok clip. I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to splice <laughs> this and do the little rewind filter. It's been a long day. My back still hurts me because I threw it out yesterday. So give me a break. Hashtag Elder Emo. Yep. Elder Emo here. <laughs> but yeah, no, they were also the audition was also from Chicago. Victory like to sign local or bands sometimes. Was audition victory? Yes. They did were they victory, but they did change labels. Yeah, I don't remember who they changed to. Um, the Wikipedia stolen says transmission. MME. Oh, this says stolen transmission. I don't know. Then Wikipedia might be wrong. Stolen transmission was an independent record label founded in 05. Was, so not even around anymore. I feel like, I feel like June and the audition probably played a show together. I'd be shocked if they didn't in, because even in that short stint. Why wouldn't they? Because they were similar in sound. They would get along. They started out in the same And they, they were on the same albums. label. Same label, albums released same year. I'm pretty sure I saw them live together. 
Who's your number four? My number four. Oh, man. Is the matches. Love the matches. I I don't know. First time I ever saw them. The energy. I mean, Sean was a crazy lead singer. I mean, he was a crazy front man. Always running around. They would just put on such a great live show. Mm -hmm. And I mean... The, their first record, like Evandal Killed the Locals, was just a masterpiece, honestly. That was a great album. And I'm by far my favorite album of theirs, no matter how you change anything. Like, I could listen to that one over and over again versus the other two. And I mean, the other two, the second album, uh, Decomposer, I did love, but it wasn't as good as Evandal. There's just something about Evandal. It was so Yvonne like Dahl is a dog-eared page you turn back to. Yes. Yvonne Dahl was like, I don't, it's hard to explain what that record, the difference was for that record between Decomposer. I mean, I guess Decomposer, it felt more polished. Like mm-hmm. Yvonne Dahl was definitely more punk rock. Like, yeah. It also it. had a, it had a DIY feel to it too. That too. Maybe that's the thing I'm kind of looking for. They had more, it was more DIY for sure. And I think that's what I loved about that record. And I loved that about the matches. I mean, they were a very DIY band. And uh, yeah, I mean, the matches I have some stories with too. <laughs> like, I mean, we went to this college show up in the UP in Marquette, Michigan. And a friend of local band of ours, they were they were asked to like open for them and everything. So we went up there to the show and we're like, this is so weird. The setup was so strange. It was like in just some like room at the college, not really a stage. But like afterwards, they were all invited to like this house party. And so we all went too, because you know, we're friends with the local band and stuff. And so yeah, we got to party with the guys and the matches and I got some pictures and but I mean that was so much fun. And I I I there's certain bands that I wished it would just come back because I have so many good memories. Yeah. Involved with it. But I mean, they did have uh Justin's fiance, Chelsea, did do a documentary on them, so called Bleeding Audio. So I mean that brought me back to the feels and i mean the documentary uh, i really wish the documentary had pushed little buttons and they would like do a small little mini tour or something but i know they have a lot of other things going on like sean's writing like children's books so i don't know if you know that no you should look them up they're really cute (laughs) and john's doing like yoga stuff and was living in a bus for a while that he converted into like an RV. So yeah, I mean, they all got little things they're doing. Nice. I have no idea what Matt Whalen's doing because he was always the mysterious one. And if, if you saw him out and about after a show, it was like, whoa, what are you doing? Because <laughs> he never came around. He was like elusive. But yeah, I wish the matches would come back because they always put on a great show and they're just great guys in general. That's all I got for that. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I only got the pleasure of seeing them once. And that was that was a great show. I don't remember who they played with at all. 
I I can't recall anything about that show aside from I saw the matches. Yeah. I have some video footage of them when they played in Milwaukee at a place called Mad Planet. But it would definitely have to be converted and digitalized because <laughs> it's uh, it's re-recorded onto a VHS tape. So <laughs> from a camcorder. So my number four, I'm going to take a complete 180 from my previous. Uh, it's a band called Black My Heart. They were a hardcore band. I want to say they were out of Boston. I could be completely wrong. I want to say they were out of Massachusetts somewhere. Again, I could be wrong. Um, They released an album. And I don't remember what year it was. I'm so bad. I I thought I had this all down. I'm short interjection interjection, because my dog would love to say hello to to our listeners. Apparently. Um, she keeps poking her head into my office and then ducking away. Um, <clears throat> I actually have never heard of that band. Okay, so how I found that she's just sticking her nose through the curtain. Millie! Millie! She's like, heck no, I'm not coming on camera. Um, she's camera shy. Apparently. So, how I actually found uh, Black My Heart I took an online quiz to find out what your favorite hardcore band would be. Oh my goodness. Before I even knew who they were. So does this okay, quiz so, does this quiz like still exist? I don't know. I can search for it. I might. totally want to take it just to see what I get. So it asks a variety of questions, like what you prefer in the instrumentals, how long you want the songs. It's crazy that I remember this. Like what kind of like lead vocals you like. And all this other stuff. And then Black My Heart came up. And I'm like, who's Black My Heart? Like, I don't know who that is. And I must have taken this in like 06 or 07. And so I looked them up. And I start listening to their songs. And I'm like, well, apparently me putting in what I wanted to this quiz freaking nailed it. (laughs) Because this band is amazing. So they only had one full length they did have an ep in 04 i'm looking at it now um their full length before the devil was released in 05 now i remember seeing in like 07 that they were working on a new album and then apparently they just broke up Mm. and like everything went quiet for a long time i'm pretty bummed that they never did anything else but i would love for them to come back i really wanted to see them like as soon as i found out about them i'm like all in about it and and all their music and i just never had the chance but if you watch i know i found youtube videos of them performing live like the crowd energy is absolutely insane uh for their show and i just wish i wish i had the chance to see them yeah and i wish they had the chance to produce more music uh but that that's my my number four definitely check them out if you See, haven't heard them before you said there was a quiz and i'm like oh i love quizzes but then now you're talking about it i'm like i wonder if it was a quiz they put out and then it that, wasn't the anyway and any answers you answered you would come up with them as the band you should listen to <laughs> just so they could get people to listen to them maybe never know because did you take it a second time and change your change your answers and see what happened no, I, I just took the one. 
there were quizzes like that all over MySpace forever. Like, oh, no matter what you answer, you're going to get the same answer. I like, found, really? I, I did find a quiz. You want to take it real quick for our listeners? No. <laughs> Bonus content? Oh, you want to read it to me and I'll answer it? Yeah. Sure, why not? We can cut this out in the middle of the episode if we need to. If we need to, yes. Are you from Boston? These are all yes or no. No. There's also a no preference. I'm not from Boston. Do you enjoy a lot of money? Sure. Are you Who missing any, are you missing any appendages? No. Have you ever been on been on makeoutclub.com? No. Can people understand your lyrics? I don't write lyrics, so probably not. Hmm. Can people understand you without a lyric sheet? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yes. <clears throat> Do you sometimes cause people to bleed from the ears? Not that I know of, so no. Okay, that's good. Do you listen to the Smiths? No. Do you have tattoos? Nope. Any piercings? Yes. Are you on a major record label? No. Are you from Connecticut? Nope. Do you tend to have lots of side projects? Yes. Do you find glory in vengeance? No. Are you angry? Sometimes. There should be a, you know, maybe I'm, on this. I'm, I'm giving you a yes. <laughs> you listen, you pop in a tray you from, from time to time. Yes. I'm are angry. you from, are you from Florida? Nope. Have you ever been to Cuba? Nope. Do you enjoy noise? Yes. Are you from New York? No. Do you ever get sad, maybe even emo, just a tad? Yes. Do you have a profound hatred for everything? No. Have you seen the movie Dune? Yes. Are you all about independent record labels? Yes. Ever ride the snake? Nope. Depends on what kind of snake we're talking about. How long is this quiz? That That's the last question. And what is it supposed to tell me? Hold on. I'm trying to find out here. This is filled with spam. <laughs> of course <clears throat> it is. All you that got, and I get no answer. You got the hardcore band Bane. Bane. Okay, I feel like I've heard of them. 100% Maybe. match. <clears throat> Ooh, a match. Followed closely by Converge. Converge, I've heard of that band for sure. I'm pretty sure I've heard of Bane. I think Sounds I've seen familiar. Bane. I think I saw them a long time ago. All right, well, that was fun. <laughs> What's your number five? My number five is Halifax. Did you ever listen to Halifax? I did. Yeah. It's been I mean, a while. Maybe a song It has or been two. a while. The first record was like a writer's reference, I believe. And then the second record was fabulous as well. Uh they were they were great. Uh I saw them many a times. And funny funny story too, like I went and saw them with a friend of mine on Valentine's Day. We went to a Valentine's Day show. And uh 
<laughs> the funny story is that we mentioned the fully down earlier. Gab from the fully down. He had one too many, I think, at that show. And so did Doug from Halifax. This is when he was an original member, but he joined the band like during the second record, I think. And I do have a picture of the two of them smooching for fun. <laughs> We're like, you guys should kiss. And they actually did. So, <laughs> but I think it was the booze talking. I mean, people do random weird things when they've been yeah. drinking. I have not because I have never been drunk. <laughs> not once. I mean, I was straight edge for seven years. So. And then I broke edge for my husband. <laughs> and I don't really call it call it breaking edge, honestly, because I really just don't drink much ever. So, yeah, Halifax, uh, they always had a great live show. Mm-hmm. Lots of energy. So I definitely saw them a bunch of times. I also interviewed them as well. I have some really great band photos I did for that interview. I was like, well, we need a cover photo for our interview. And I have a whole bunch of them. Just them lined up on a brick wall. I mean, I should have got paid for it. (laughs) But, Uh I mean, I did get the interview. So, And, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm still friends with Chris from the band on, on Facebook. He's been going through a lot of, you know, the last few years, health problems. He's got this really rare disease that I don't remember what it is. I just know that he went and had this experimental treatment once, and it was like in Sweden. Hmm. was the only place that did it. It's something with your brain, like they do these electrodes and other things. Yeah, he's got some rare, rare disease, hmm. but I don't remember what it is. So, but he has two, two kids and a wife and yeah, they're all just doing their thing. I don't think they, they, for a while actually seemed like they could come back. They're another one of those bands that kind of like for a hot minute, were like, we're coming back and blah, blah, blah. And like, they changed like their profile picture and everything. And people were all like, yeah. And then it just never happened. So Yeah. I would love it if they would come back, at least for like a reunion show. I'm trying yeah. to think of when the records came out and like what year we would be on. Like when's the 20 year of either record or did it already happen? And right now I know you're looking it up. I am. Mm-hmm. Huh. Huh. I guess I should clarify. I'm looking for the band, not the Canadian town. <laughs> uh, it is uh, their first EP was released in 04. So then next year would be a 20 year. Yep. Um, I think 06 was the second record. Yeah, it was. Their first full length was 03. So this would be 20 years for Start Back at Start. Okay. And 06 would be the inevitability of A Strange World. All great records. So this year is the 20th for that one record. Yeah. Well, what the heck, Halifax? Come on, do some reunion shows. One on the <laughs> East Coast, one on the West Coast, one in the Midwest, and one in the South. When bands do reunions, it's like, can you at least do one in 
in like somewhat of an area that everyone can go to. Not like, oh, I'm just going to do the East Coast. Oh, okay. Because that's where they're the from. population is. But it's they usually do it in like their hometowns. And I'm like, but yeah. I can't travel to your hometown because it's too far. <laughs> and I have to adult daily. It's the worst. I know. It's so much easier in my young 20s. Actually, I spent way too much money in my young 20s. So now it's like I look back and sometimes I'm like... Maybe I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> maybe I'd have. A, maybe I'd, maybe, I know, but maybe I'd have a car that doesn't have just a CD player. <laughs> All right. You're thinking anywho, <laughs> anywho, that was the last of mine. Okay, my last one. Now I know some people listening might be like, "Oh, this doesn't really count. It's kind of still around." Um, no. So every time I die, I know they just broke up like a year ago. And yeah, I know three-fifths of the band started a new band called Better Lovers with the lead singer of, what is it, Dillinger Escape Plan or... Not the same though, right? Not the same. And when I, first of all, what happened between Keith and the rest of the band, and I'm 100% on Keith's side with with all that, um, but <clears throat> they... The instrumentals sound almost the same as with Every Time I Die. And then my my issue with the band is that they take the lead singer from I'm pretty again, I'm pretty sure it's still under Escape Plan. Um I I need to confirm this before I continue. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm right. Dillinger Escape Plan. Um, so he joins this band. Hadn't been doing anything with Dillinger for five years. Had an interview saying, you know, I can't even really believe I tried out or got involved in it. I don't have that kind of energy for like screaming and that kind of movement on stage and all this other kind of stuff. But he still joins, even though he's saying I don't have this in me, but he still goes forward with it. And the rest of the band continuing forward without Keith and all this other stuff like leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And I'm like, <clears throat> I know a lot of Every Time I Die fans kind of jumped right into the Better Lovers band thing. And I think when we did our um, stereotherapy, I believe Lisa mentioned listening to Better Lovers. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> in the video, I cringe when she says that. But but. I, I, I can't get on board with it. So yeah, I know, okay, three-fifths of the band and they're still, you know, like a thrash metal because uh, what's-his-face from Dillinger Escape Plan is in it and Keith isn't doing anything at the moment, even though they, uh, supposedly he is writing music with a new band. Um, but just the energy that they had, and I know Keith's personal life and and I, th I think a lot of the band's life was a hot mess, but mm the the energy that they always had on stage and just presented forward was absolutely captivating and one of the best experiences now i think they are tied with silverstein with the band i've seen the most um but man i i'm really bummed that i won't get to see them live again and i remember one of the thoughts i had when i skipped the last show that i had the opportunity to go to of theirs was They've been around for like 20 something years. They're not going anywhere. 
And then bam. And then bam, they were broken up because I was actually considering going to the uh, Tid the Season, which is their annual Christmas show. Um, I think that was the year 19. But again, I missed out. But yeah, that now you they, have FOMO. They, I know they they always put on a great show. I did go to their Christmas show. Sixteen or seventeen? That was one of my best show memories that I have that mm-hmm. I have of any show. Um, there was a guy from Pittsburgh that lost his tickets, and he scoured the city blocks looking for his tickets. Uh, he was wearing a Pittsburgh Steelers jersey. And eventually, when my wife and I saw him in the venue that night, we're like, yeah, Pittsburgh. And he was like, yeah, I count in. Um, it, it was just a great thing. And I was at the bar most of the night doing my favorite vodka and Red Bull. <laughs> um, I don't remember most of the set. I remember standing in front of the big holiday uh, every time I die, old English eye um, that they had set up. And I remember going to the bathroom every like three and a half minutes. Well, of course, because you broke the seal. <laughs> um, And I don't really remember much until about our first rest stop on the highway back. So probably shouldn't have been driving. But to be fair, <laughs> it was about an hour and a half or two hours between when I stopped drinking and when we started driving. So I did stop drinking for quite some time before we start driving maybe the drive just wasn't memorable probably not i mean i mean i've almost killed me and my friends before so you know <laughs> i think i mentioned that though the warp tour where i had like one hour of sleep yeah. before we even went and then went all day warp tour on one hour of sleep and then i had to drive like two hours after warp tour not to good. go to the place we were sleeping at and I almost killed us all. The rumble strips saved us. I blame my passenger. She fell asleep on me, even though she said she'd stay awake. Maybe maybe we should do an episode of uh, post-show woes. I, oh, man. <laughs> I got a few. I have a few, too, that I can... We could. I could try into. and think of some stuff. I got some stories. Probably they won't be as great as yours, but <laughs> you all, you always seem to have great stories and, and ones that are related, you know, with bands and everything too. I it's don't because we were um, like doing the magazine thing. So I mean, we became friends with bands through that. Plus, we went to a lot of shows. A lot. And we road tripped a lot. We loved a road trip. So you probably didn't road trip as much as us. No, the I mean, like the furthest I went was probably Buffalo. I might have gone to Poughkeepsie once, but yeah, I think the furthest for my road trip would have to be like Washington D.C. and Virginia. That was the longest drive I think, thirteen hours, something like that. Yeah, yeah, but that was for Flipside Festival, so which was a great festival. All right, well, that's all we have for you guys tonight. Or today, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, yeah, you know, do the do the things. Yeah, do all the things. Subscribe if you haven't yet. We hope you have. Comment uh, come on our socials, especially yeah, on our TikToks. Comment on our socials. Nobody comments on anything. So please, please do that. 
Although Lisa commented once. So thanks, Lisa. Shout out, Lisa. Let's shout out to our one hater, too. Yes, our one hater. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a lot of followers, but yeah, we have one hater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys or talk to you guys next time, whatever you want to consider this. <laughs> bye. Bye bye.